Hello and welcome to the Clerical Errors Podcast. I'm Peter, the producer. Uh, this week, Pastor Bullhagen and Pastor Berg are recovering from Holy Week. They were quite busy, as many of you are probably aware. So instead of a regular episode this week, we're going to be playing a short Bible study that Pastor Bullhagen did on baptism. Enjoy! If there's one question I get a lot, I get a lot of questions about baptism. What is baptism? So to answer that question, I'll start by looking at Matthew 28. Matthew 28, towards the end of the book, says, Jesus said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And in that, we are taught by Jesus uh, that we make disciples by baptizing them. In other words, through the use of water, and the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, sprinkle water on the, to the person, a child, or an adult. We baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So when you wonder what is baptism, that is, at the, the very beginning, what baptism is. Another thing we learn from this is the fact that Jesus instituted, or began baptism. It, it's not something that we came up with in our own human tradition. It is something that Jesus himself told the disciples, the apostles, to go and make disciples by baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so a good way to think about baptism is, is this. Imagine Jesus attaching a promise to baptism. And the closest example I can come up with this, and that I have come up with this, is a, a wedding ring. You know, it's not oh, the ring itself that makes it so special. You know, my wedding ring that I have, I uh, got it when I was young. It was only, uh, I think it was $28, not very much for a wedding ring, and I still wear it, obviously, because I'm still married. Uh, but uh, the importance is not in the ring itself. The importance is in the promise that is made with the ring. During the ring ceremony, uh, the pledge is made, receive this ring as a pledge and token of wedded love and faithfulness. And so it's not the ring that's so important, it is the fact that it is attached to a promise. And that is how we understand baptism. It's not the water that's so special, but God attaches his word and promise in baptism. And so when one wonders, how do I know I'm a child of God? Well, in baptism, Jesus made a promise to you. And so that is one way to understand baptism. This naturally begs the question, well, what are those promises that God gives us in our baptism? Well, we will turn once again to word God's word and see what that has to say. Um, in Peter's great Pentecost sermon, after uh, he, he preaches a sermon of repentance and forgiveness, and the people are cut to the heart, they ask, what shall we do? And Peter says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. That comes from Acts chapter 2. And so here... Peter himself says in God's word in Acts chapter 2 that it works the forgiveness of sins. Another place, Jesus himself says this, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. There is another promise from Jesus that, that faith in Christ and through the waters of baptism we are given uh, forgiveness and salvation. Another part uh, um, in 1 Peter 3 verse 21, uh, Peter says this water 
uh, referring to Noah's flood, symbolizes baptism that now saves you. So in that passage, uh, Peter likens uh, baptism to how the flood and the flood, Noah and his family, they were all saved. And so he, he says, in a sense, that this baptism that, that you now have is much like that ark. You are saved uh, through baptism, just like the ark saved Noah. Another plot place that we look is in Titus chapter 3, verse 5 through 7. Uh, we are told that God saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us, on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. Now, as you look at that, he doesn't necessarily mention baptism uh, by word, but he does. He refers to it as a washing, which is what baptism is. And he uses the word poured out on us generously. The imagery of, of grace and mercy and the Holy Spirit being poured out upon us is certainly words that harken back to what baptism is and what it does. And that is a powerful and effective in pouring out uh, our uh, salvation upon us, the Holy Spirit saving us through this rebirth. And so, and so that is a promise that baptism gives. It is powerful and effective in, in bringing the word of God to his people. Another thing you might have noticed in those passages is uh, they reflect an ongoing relationship. I'll go back to my wedding ring example. You know, I say on a certain date I was married, but now I continue to say I am married. It reflects an ongoing relationship, an ongoing promise that we have as husband and wife. In much the same way, baptism carries with it an ongoing promise of grace and mercy, that, uh, that you are a child of God through the waters of baptism. Now, can uh, the faith given at baptism be rejected? It certainly can. And uh, can uh, the faith, uh, uh, like the, in the parable of the seed, a seed that is planted can wither and die if it's not fed and nourished? Sure. But that does not negate the promise that Jesus made in baptism. So, for example, if someone wonders in, in repentance, how do I know that I'm saved? How do I know that this promise is for me? Well, in that, that's faith. That's faith that desires to trust in the grace and mercy of God. And if you believe that, that you are saved because in your baptism, Jesus made a promise that your sins are forgiven, then that is faith. That is the faith given to you in baptizing, bringing hope and peace to a troubled soul. And so, so in baptism, in that ongoing relationship with Christ that he has made with us through faith, we are each day given a continued hope and a continued peace in the promise of baptism. The Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 6 puts it this way. He says, Don't you know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So in baptism, Jesus unites us with his death. We were united with him in his death, his death that, that paid for our sins. You, we are united with him and we are buried with him. Our sin and our shame, our guilt are buried in Christ and left in the grave where Jesus was. And so when Jesus rose from the dead, we now rise to walk in the newness of life. And what that teaches us that each day then, uh, as a baptized child of God, uh, we rise again. We allow that we have the old Adam in us drowned. In other words, our sinful desires and repentance. We look at them and we say, these are buried with Christ. And we begin each day uh, forgiven and free, buried with him and risen again. And uh, it teaches us that uh, the importance of repentance uh, in the whole process, 
but it's repentance done with the understanding that Jesus made a promise to me that I am forgiven, that I am a baptized child of God. And like I said earlier, certainly the faith given in baptism can be, can be rejected. It can be lost if the seed is not fed and nourished by the word of God, but does not take away the power and the promise that God makes through the waters of baptism. One of the biggest questions I get when it comes to, to baptism is what about infants? What about the babies? Should babies be baptized or not? And uh, as Lutherans at Trinity, we believe that they, they are to be baptized because for a few reasons. First of all, uh, I used a passage earlier, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. When we look at the word all nations, uh, we really take that to mean all people. And uh, uh, babies are included in that, all nations. In fact, another passage I I mentioned from Acts chapter 2 where Peter says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, every one of you, in the, name of the, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And he goes on to say, This promise is for you and for your children. So that's the first thing, that, that Jesus includes them in all nations. Another passage that, that, that kind of dovetail, dovetails off of that is from Luke chapter 18 where people were bringing infants to Jesus that he might, might bless them. And the, the disciples saw, they rebuked them. And, but Jesus called out the children and he said, bring them to me. And he says, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And as he was blessing those children, uh, he was essentially saying that that kingdom of God is for them too that uh, this blessing is for them, and he invites the little children to come to him. And because we believe it's a promise that Jesus makes, it's a promise that he makes also to the infant children. Another reason why we believe in infant baptism is because of original sin, meaning that, uh, that uh, we are born in sin, and uh, babies need what baptism has to offer. So a good Bible verse would be from Psalm 51, verse 5, where it says, I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Or John chapter 3, verse 6, reminds us that flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. And, uh, and so we remember that, uh, that the even children, yes, are born with a, a sinful nature, and they need what baptism offers and promises. Like we talked earlier, they need the promise of forgiveness of sins. And if Jesus welcomed the children, desired them to come to him, because for such belongs the kingdom of God, certainly we would want to bring our children, our infant children, to baptism. I think one of the biggest objections that people might have to infant baptism is just kind of on an intellectual level, the idea that maybe the baby doesn't understand what's going on, uh, how can the baby believe or accept or all those things? Well, to answer that, I will just make the statement that, yes, infant children can and do have faith. You go back to that uh, passage I read earlier of infant children being brought to Jesus, and he says, uh, we receive the kingdom of God like those little children. We receive it in faith. And because faith is not a work, because faith is given to us by the power of the Holy Spirit, is not uh, something we do or earn, but because it is a gracious gift of God, certainly that gift can be given to infant children. Going back to the parable of the sower of the seed, the seed is planted in the child and that seed grows. It needs to be fed and nourished by the word of God, but nonetheless, it 
grows. And so we believe that infants do have faith. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 6, If anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. Strong words by our Lord Jesus Christ, but he shows us these little ones who believe in me. Because faith is not a work, it is a gift. A gift given by the power of the Holy Spirit through the word of God. And what is that baptism? It is the word of God included with, with, the, with the Christ command. He combines his word of promise to the waters of baptism. If you have any questions about baptism, you can email us at feedback at clericalerrors.org or you can get a hold of us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast, or Twitter at clericalerrorsp for podcast. We should be back to our regular episodes next week. Thanks for listening to Clerical Errors. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Money we receive is invested back into the podcast and the surplus donated to the Lutheran Heritage Foundation. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. On Twitter at clericalheirsp for podcasts or email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. There you can also find links to the things we talked about. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.